0: You're listening to the Ohio Conference Cast, where we explore topics related to the workings of Ohio Conference. Here are your hosts, Bill Seymour and Thomas Dunn.
1: Welcome, everybody, back to Ohio Conference Cast. This is Bill Seymour. Thomas Dunn is not with me, but I do have a substitute co-host, and her name is?
2: Carla Minter.
1: And Carla, what are you?
2: I'm Church Relations Representative from Mennonite Mission Network, and today I'm your your friend.
1: Well, you were my friend before. <laughs> so we are in the room. This was intended to be a uh, an interview with Glenn Guyton, our new MCUSA Executive Director. But then Carla got a hold of it. So Carla, tell us who else is in the room.
2: We have an amazing group here. Uh, Michael Danner, new staff with MCUSA. Mauricio Chenlo, working with church planting. Of course, Glenn Guyton, new executive director for MCUSA. Sandy Miller, a Mennonite Mission Network church relations director. Stanley Green, who is executive director at Mennonite Mission Network. And Will LeVist, who is director of resourcing and engagement at Mission Network. And your Ohio pastor, uh, we have an amazing group here.
1: Yeah, and Will uh, does not have a microphone. He's refusing to speak with us, uh, so that's okay. Uh, He's he's not engaging. He's not going to engage, that's right. Before we move forward to talk to Glenn for a minute, we have a message for one of our fans, Madeline Kaufman, who is a freshman at Goshen and is a member at Berlin Mennonite. And we're just going to say hi, everybody. Say hi, Madeline Kaufman. Hi, Hi, Madeline Madeline Kaufman. Kaufman. There you go. All right. Thank you, Madeline, for being a fan of the cast. Okay, Glenn Guyton, welcome. Thank you. And uh, congratulations, or I'm not even sure if that's the right word to say. We're a bunch of Mennonites. Do we say say, say that word? Is that fair? I I think it's okay. I think you can congratulate me. Good. Congratulations. So Glenn, uh, my understanding from Terry Hsu is that you are the architect of the process that we used at convention. Well, was that? The Future Church Summit.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I deserve all of that credit, but yes, I uh, helped to envision the Future Church Summit, which took place in Orlando.
1: And that's what has moved forward to become our journey forward process.
3: Yes, it, it built upon the journey forward process, which we're in now, built upon the work of the Future Church Summit. We gathered a lot of information. We had a lot of voices that participated. So we took that information, kind of distilled it down to these new recommitments, which you can go to the Journey Forward website on uh, the Mennonite Church USA website. But check that out. All of that information we put together and the recommitments and this Journey Forward process came from the Future Church Summit. And right now we're waiting for a Bible study to come out next month? Well, it's not just uh, a Bible study, it's it's a process. a discussion? Okay. So the Bible study is one tool that congregations can use. We have uh, a presentation that we did to conference leaders to help people to engage and talk about Mm -hmm. what the vision is as Anabaptists moving forward. Uh, But the most important piece is for conferences and congregations to get together to see how these Recommitments are being lived out in their context. It's very contextual. It's very localized. We want to get feedback and hear stories from you and people in Ohio. What is God doing in your context, and how are you living out these three commitments that
1: we have? Okay, cool. Thanks. What are your hopes and dreams for uh, MCUSA in the next four, five, six years? My hopes and dreams.
3: Well. I hope we follow Jesus. That's the that's the most important thing. Uh, The first thing that is that is on our list of recommitments is following Jesus. And then I hope that we live out our call as a peace church, that we will be a witness to God's peace and that we as a as a collective body uh, spread that word spread the gospel of peace throughout the nation. So that may mean building church plants, creating movements within our communities, but just looking at ways that we can explore and promote the gospel of peace in our local context. Carla, could you
1: tell us why you pulled all these other people into the room?
2: I'd like Glenn to say a little bit more about his last statement about promoting the gospel of peace in our communities and fostering more peace-loving churches following Jesus. From the resources that we have in the room— uh, what would you like to see from Mission Network? We're here at a church planting conference, SENT 2018. Right, Scent. heard you name some passions that you have for how the people here can participate in some of the dreams that you're naming.
3: Yeah, well, I'm here with Midnight um, Mission Network, and mission is the key word in that title. The SENT conference is all about people looking at, at mission. And part of our mission is, again, responding to God's call. Uh, looking at the communities that we are part part of. As we think about Mennonite Church USA, it's our agencies that really carry out the work of the denomination. And so as executive director, I really want to be supportive of the work of Mennonite Mission Network. They have the staff, they have the connections, and they have the expertise, which they're sharing here at the Cent Conference to help us to live out our mission as a peace church. Glenn, did I hear you say
1: earlier today uh, in one of our sessions that you uh, reconfigured the staff a little bit in order to help our network or denomination move forward in this direction? Uh, you said you'd change the job yeah. or two.
3: Maybe, maybe we can get Michael yeah. Danner on the microphone. He's shaking his head. <laughs> but, Mike, uh, say something about your new title and your position. Um, okay, my new title is long. It's uh, Associate Executive Director of Church Vitality and Engagement.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So speaking right now is Michael Danner. He's currently the Illinois Mennonite Conference Minister. Yes, correct. And and he just gave you his new job. Yes. Uh, and next to him is Mauricio Chenlo, who is with Mennonite Mission Network, and your focus is
4: minister for church planting.
1: Okay. So one change that you made is to reconstruct one of the jobs to include whatever long thing Michael just said. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. really
3: just expanded the role that was formerly held by Ohio native. Terry Shu, We've just expanded his role. And in the past, I think over the last few years, we've been focusing on who we are losing. But Michael and his new focus is going to focus on church vitality. So existing congregations, church engagement, we want to make sure we strengthen our leaders that are currently in the system, the ones that are coming to the system. But then the other important part of that, if if you are a vital or growing church, Well, you should be growing. That's basically that's it. You should be growing. And church planting is a clear sign of growth. So I'm going to put some pressure on Mauricio here to get out there and and help us to develop a program to plant churches, to plant successful churches with strong leaders. And, and, you know, working with Sandy and, and, you know, the rest of the Mission Network team and Stanley, I'm just excited about that partnership, the things that I've heard here at Scent. I think we're gonna have some great things coming in the future for mennonite church u s a
1: okay so on another microphone we have stanley green who you're you're the
2: what's your the
0: executive director for mission network
1: uh and next to you is Sandy Miller who's a church relations person, so Carla does that mean she's your boss
2: yes, okay,
1: all right, and Carla is church relations person for our part of the world in ohio uh and
0: others too, but at least for us uh so Stanley, what do you think about all this i'm uh encouraged by the timeliness of this conversation. With Glenn's coming into his new role as Executive Director, I sense that there is a new course being charted. For several years now, the Mennonite Church has been experiencing a decline and a diminishing of hope. I sense a new hope rising, and we're beginning to see that Moving forward, the possibilities for growth, not just in numerical terms, but growth in hope and vitality and with Michael's appointment in collaboration. So we're looking forward as Mission Network to work closely with both the executive board but also the conferences like Ohio in seeing... What does the future hold for us as we move forward with with hope and and a fresh vitality? Sandy
1: Miller, what is the role of church relations with this sort of new hope?
5: So church relations is really passionate, I will say. It's made up of passionate people for peace and a Jesus way of life. And so our work uh the last number of months is really focused on the church planting as a system and what needs to be created in order to call people into or discover people who are called? What does it mean to create healthy missional leaders who are focused on disciple-making, not just being discipled? And what does it look like then to send people out across, you know, the U.S. into locations where conferences are sensing a need for a church to be planted, or we see an opportunity for a church to be planted. We have large pockets of Mennonite churches, but we also have many areas where there is not a Mennonite presence. And if, if we really believe that we have something unique with our, our peace aspect and our understanding of how to be Jesus followers, there's some real opportunity.
1: Mauricio, when I think of church planting, the first thing I think of is you send somebody into an area and you give them three years to get a church that supports itself. Is that what
4: church planting is anymore? No, that's, that's probably the way to define a conventional church planting that is probably in the past, the 60s and 70s, 80s. But in our system, in the Mennonite Church USA, Mennonite Mission Network, even though we don't have a central top-down strategy, The last 10 years of since the denomination was created, we had conferences and churches that have been planting churches. For example, in in 2014, we did a survey uh, with all our conferences system, the regional conferences. uh, We counted 83 churches planted between 2010 and 2014. So without being intentional, we planted 83 churches in four years.
1: Wow. And i' I'm pretty sure I've heard some buzz that we don't plant churches anymore. A- eighty three doesn't sound like none. So are these brick and mortar kind of churches? are these
4: communities are these house churches? you have You have all kind of churches. We Mennonites, we like diversity. We are very kind of difficult to uh, be led by central powers. Amen. <laughs> so we have typically we have radical community type of churches with millennials like in Taos. We have a group uh, that is emerging. We have also a lot of immigrant churches from different immigrant groups, but we also have churches that have been planted by what we call Menos, and Menos are German-Swiss-descendant people that in their own traditional legacy churches, they have a call to be sent into their neighborhoods and their towns and plant new churches. So we have a variety of of leadership, basically three categories, millennials, immigrants, and menace. Great.
2: I'm just thinking uh, for the Ohio Conference leaders, how the Ohio Conference listeners, how I'm excited about them getting to meet Glenn. I think the vision that you have for the church fits very much this conference. If we were to describe Ohio as a rural conference, I think that would be...
1: A real conference or a rural conference?
2: A real rural (laughs) conference. conference.
1: Say that five times fast.
2: To know that this is a conference that has chosen to be a missional conference. This is their second year of that focus, both (laughs) gathered and scattered. And they, they do an amazing job on their website of providing resources. It's been a privilege for me to see them grow into that vision and they partnered with Mission Network using the Missional Discipleship Initiative in this past year and some prior years, but especially this past year and now this next year beginning to grow exponentially. Visionary leaders, who many are here attending this event, I think that you will be blessed by getting to know the local people in leadership in the conference, and it's exciting.
1: Well, thank you. I think probably on behalf of AHA Conference, I would say that we're trying to learn those things. Uh, But, yeah, our gathered and sent initiatives over the last two, two and a half years have really given us life and vitality and uh, that we haven't had for a long time. And uh, so we're really excited about what could happen.
3: Well, Bill, one thing I will say is that I do appreciate the diversity that we have in our church. You know, I've seen house churches. I've seen more established brick and mortar churches and other churches that are just kind of well, actually, I saw a house church that's been in existence for like 25 years. You know, I encourage conferences to be creative and do what fits them. We really want to focus on equipping our conferences and congregations. The denomination is not trying to tell you how to do it, but we want to equip you in uh, your efforts. We want you to do what makes sense in your context. Now, of course, we want, we're going to focus on Jesus. And we want to focus on who we are as a historic peace church But there is a great diversity in this church And I mean we appreciate that as as denominational leaders Because we have to meet a diverse population here in the United States
4: Something we stress a lot at the Menard Mission Network Is that the local church is a mission agency That really sends leaders into you know the world So yeah. that, uh, just to stress what uh, Glenn was saying so we believe that the whole work of uh, nurturing and discovering church planter begins in the local church you know, with the youth groups, college students, and others. Great. We sense our call to walk
0: alongside and empower churches to accomplish the vision that they have. Now, it is true that in many places, because of the circumstances in our context, that people may have grown tired and weary and discouraged. But we're praying that uh, some of what we're doing here at Sun 2018 will inspire fresh hope in what churches can accomplish. But our purpose is not to do mission on behalf of churches. We want to come alongside them, empower, equip, Unleash them for the work that God is calling them to do in their communities.
1: Okay, sounds good. That was Stanley Green, Executive Director of Mennonite Mission Network. Okay, I appreciate all of you uh, taking some time out of lunch to be with us today. Anybody have any final
3: words? Well, I mean, I will just add that I was in congregational ministry for 17 years, did extensive work as youth pastor, so I still feel like I'm a congregational guy at heart. And so anything that we can do as a denomination to build stronger community centers, stronger congregations, that's what we want to do. It's like Stanley said, you know, walking alongside the men and women, people of Mennonite Church USA. That's what we want to do as a denomination. Our focus is on helping you to do more good. So equipping our leaders, the people that are in these communities to do more good for the communities that they are part of.
1: Sweet. And as you have said eloquently before and today, we will focus on Jesus. Amen. All right. Thank you. Thanks for being with us for another Ohio Conference cast. We'll see you on down the road.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ohio Conference cast. We would like to hear from you. You can email us at ohioconferencecast at com with any topics or questions you would like us to explore.